0: Pull up a bar stool Welcome back Welcome back to the pub It's been, boy, it's been a solid month and a half Since the last pubcast Still had some uh, audio versions of my blog on here as well But it's been a while since the pubcast And uh, we've missed you um, I'll explain a little bit why it's been a while And why I have a ce- celebratory Guinness today um, But we're going to talk about a lot of stuff you know, Again, what... what kind of my balance with family and work and everything else and kind of give you the background what's happening. Um, But I also want to talk about a lot of the change that's happened lately on Facebook and of course the typical reactions that gets Um, and a couple experiments that, that I filed that I thought were interesting. Just kind of the way I think Interesting things about the way we use Facebook and the way you know I see myself using Facebook now, as opposed to say seven years ago. So it's gonna be kind of a different, different show today, I think. But I guess we'll see. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. John here from JohnLoomer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week, usually, I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So this week, yeah, like I was saying, man, it's uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So for those who don't know, um, I'm a baseball coach. I've got three sons and I can say the reason I do what I do is to coach, um... But it ended up being that way just because it's tough to, first of all, I got laid off three years. We're approaching the three-year point of when I got laid off and this crazy journey started. And I couldn't really find a job that would give me that flexibility I needed um, to participate in my kids' lives the way I enjoy it. So this year has been the craziest coaching year ever because these kids are getting older. And I think I figured out I coached 58 baseball games this year. Lots and lots of wins, by the way. But um, it's finally over, and it went over lo- longer than I expected because uh, my middle son, who has coaching, he was on, if anyone's familiar with the Little League system, Little League World Series is going starting up right now. It's on ESPN. Well, he is at the younger age. He's at, he's at the 9, 10-year-old age, and we can't quite get to the Little League World Series far as we can go is the state tournament and we just won that state tournament it was like it's one of the most awesome experiences for me as a parent and as a coach Um uh, one of my most awesome baseball experience sports experiences period i mean this was a team that never in the history of our little league have we won that uh championship that state championship not to mention our best player was hurt he uh, was a game changer as a pitcher. And it did not matter. And it was so amazing. I went on a week-long trip uh, to that state tournament just with my, <clears throat> with my son. My wife and our other two sons couldn't make it. So it was a fun little thing. Fun little thing. But, uh, you know, th- something I've seen this year over these last six months is really when baseball season kicked into gear. I just, my, my life gets crazy. And... Work almost becomes my hobby, in a weird way. Whereas my the coaching is like my life. It's never quite been to that level. It, it's been this year. Um, so it's been it's been interesting. But I'm ready to get back at it. I uh, also right after that uh, tournament, my wife and I went on a much needed vacation uh, to Northern California. A little bit of wine, a little great food. And now I'm ready, man. Now I'm ready. So now I've got out the celebratory Guinness because of that championship. But it's not just the championship. It's celebrating getting back into this, man. I've missed really digging in. And um, there's a certain level of guilt we deal with, too, um, when we're not doing what we think we should be doing. And that's kind of what's been happening in the last six months. Because I... I Committed to not completely working ridiculous hours if I don't need to, which is what I was doing the first year or two years. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm working weekends and I'm working until three in the morning and it's ridiculous. Um, So as a result, I've been writing one post a week. This podcast is uh, taking a back seat. I haven't been doing video. the uh, training courses I haven't been updating, creating new ones lately. That's going to change. It's all going to change, and I'm looking forward to it. So raise a glass, raise that celebratory Guinness. Cheers. Ah, yeah. So I'm back. Here's the funny thing: uh, baseball's back too. Uh, you know, once you get to this this crazy age where you're playing tournament baseball, coaching tournament baseball. Uh, at this age, it's kind of year-round. So, our tryouts are actually this weekend. And I bring this up not to make the whole episode about coaching baseball, but I was like, you know what? So, you know, been, even though we obviously made a lot of noise this year with our team, um, teams, my older son playing too, um, but we, we were a little concerned, like, you know, how many people are going to show up for these tryouts? And since my my son was younger. This year, as a nine-year-old playing with tens, I be, we basically have to start a whole new team from scratch. It's like how how are we gonna get more people at at this event at this tryout? Yeah, so um, I, I I reached out to the people who run the league and like, look, let me do this. Let me let me run some ads. Kind of know what I'm doing. Uh, let me experiment with that. You don't have to spend a dollar. I'll put it on. I'll spend it. You know because like, look, we're talking about a really small target audience that lives in the area. So I was like, it's gonna be minimal. I mean, I might spend thirty to fifty dollars. We'll see. Anyway, I've been running some ads, and it's been a fun little experiment, man, uh, because it's different. I mean, anyone who knows, first of all, you start if you have a small brand, small business, small target audience, targeting is hard. It really is. I mean, I knew this. But um, I don't have the website visitors to target. Very small number of fans to target. No email list, really. I haven't even reached out to, to get that. Um, so really, it's based on interests, And even then, they've got to be broader interest because... Like, I could target people who are fans of certain leagues around here, but all oh, those are too small and they don't show up in the targeting. So... Had to get creative. I created an event, first of all, obviously. That's mild. I don't even say mild success. Very, very little uh, uh, interaction with that so far. But um, what I have seen working so far is like the announcement that I created with more information about the tryouts, getting lots of clicks on it. Um, It's interesting. I'm having fun with it. But baseball's back and you know it's it's funny how you can use a tool like facebook um to your advantage man and i think there are a lot of times that we ignore it and we shouldn't be and even me someone who heard facebook is kind of a big part of my life so so that's the deal with that and um now it's funny though you know this thing about facebook um, because a lot of things have happened lately with facebook and change and also thinking about you know having some perspective on what's been happening for me right because like i said it's been almost three years now since i was laid off that was august 18th that's really really close and while a whole lot has changed i mean there wasn't even timeline back then um I, i was using ads but not a whole lot and um but, you know, as much as everything's changed, so much has stayed the same in the way people act, the way people react to change. And I, I really noticed this when, first of all, the Messenger split happened and, oh, my God, all hell broke loose. So when uh, Facebook Messenger split off from the main Facebook ad, which they've been talking about doing this forever. And it's not just Messenger where they're going to do it with groups and they're going to do it with they, they talk about this being their strategy. And when it split off, and if you didn't previously use the Messenger app, um, you then needed to install that app. And then there are all these permissions. And people are like, what are these crazy permissions? Does Facebook requiring me to provide my, face, my, my phone number. and uh, Well, the funny thing is, like, these things were all things that um, you're required in the first place with the Facebook app. Um, and some of the permissions, the crazy permissions everyone was talking about, was the Google permissions. Android permissions Um, You can't get around it So That freak out Made me want to pull my hair out And normally You know Three years ago I would have responded to it But it's just like This is this, I don't understand I don't understand And what's crazy is The freak outs are always On Facebook About how Facebook Is invading the privacy Or doing something And it's just kind of ironic But um, and then the next one was the light gating, where um, uh, yeah, so so you can no longer light gate, and I wrote a post about this re- recently too. Go to johnlimber.com/gate, and so you can no longer light gate. No, you can no longer have an app that like just forces people to like the page in order to get something, and people are up in arms about that too um uh, they're always trying to screw marketers from the small businesses and the marketers and make them pay and like i don't see that at all in this case like look there, there may be some monetization in there somewhere and actually bottom line is they're always trying to make money but i see it in a different way i'm like this is a way to preserve the like the value of the like because if people are liking things in order to get stuff as opposed to just because they like the brand um it changes the value that that lowers the value of, of that actual interaction. And as a result, ad targeting is worse. So you're going to be targeting people with the presumption that these people like, like these things, but they don't really care about them. The thing is that the type of content you see in your newsfeed um, is worse. If you don't actually like a brand you're seeing it in your newsfeed and that impacts time on site, it impacts whether people want to use Facebook at all. And it impacts the success of advertising, right? So yeah, it impacts. Yes, there, there's money involved here, but not in the way all these people were assuming. But anyway, people were freaking out, um, and and the the third freakout that I saw, it wasn't as big of a freakout, but there was an article that was shared um, by a few of my friends called, I liked everything I saw on Facebook for two days. Here's what it did to me. Is by Matt Honan from Wired. It's it a pretty interesting experiment. So he did pretty much what it, the title says. Uh, and it wasn't just liking pages, but he liked everything that was presented to him, period. A post from his friend, um, a page, a recommendation, so after you like something and then it recommends you like something else, he starts liking all those things, and uh, I think the only exception where he didn't like something was like when someone's family member died, and like, yes, I'm not gonna like that, but he liked things like crazy, Um, and as a result, and I, I was really interested to see, I love experiments like this, I wish he was a little bit more detailed in what exactly he did and what exactly he saw, but he said that what he's what he saw ended up being representative of what is the things what are the things he's liking because, um, like he was if he started liking things that were leaning left politically he'd be flooded with all these things political in his newsfeed, and then all of a sudden it starts moving a little bit to the right and then way right and it flooded in his newsfeed with everything just stuff that was from the right. Um, So it's really interesting, I think, a look at how someone's worldview can be impacted by the news feed. All right? So first, a few things hit me. Well, first of all, someone did freak out about that experiment too, which I didn't really understand. There were a few people. Chris Brogan shared it, and they're like, this is you know, this is scary, It's I'm enraged, and all that, I don't know, whatever. Um, I was like, really? I, I think they were upset that, in this case, brands were squeezing out the friends, which is the complete opposite of everything else we've been hearing from marketers. But uh, anyway, a few things that hit me. First of all, this experiment underscores the beauty and danger of Facebook. Because... Um, yeah, it's kind of cool that what you're interacting with ends up impacting what you see in your newsfeed. And, I mean, that's, that's the thing that Facebook gets criticized for most. But um, there, there's science behind it. And I think you could see that in this experiment. But the danger, oh my goodness. The fact that you, you only see one side. When you start liking things, if you if you're consistent in that liking, right, kind of what this guy with Matt was figuring out, Um, if if you're only if you're only liking certain news outlets and um, things related, you know, that are the favor one side of the story, you're only going to see one side of the story, and Facebook is going to start surfacing stuff that you don't even necessarily like that favors that worldview as well. That's, that's a little dangerous. And I think that has a lot to do with the crazy we've been seeing on Facebook. All sides. Um, people are so sure that they're right. And the other side is ridiculous. Because they only see one side consistently. And they see usually false information. I think this might also be related to even the freakouts about Facebook. Right? If you always have this one um, view of Facebook, you're going to see that type of opinion over and over again. But it's also, you know, it's proof though that the news feed's working. It's proof that this guy, that Matt's engagement on Facebook made a significant impact on what he saw. Sure, he liked a bunch of crap, so he saw a bunch of crap and he hated his news feed. But that also is a reminder that you want to see stuff from certain brands and certain friends. You should make sure to interact with them a little bit. So it's proof it's working. It's also proof, and I've I've run my own experiment on this before. The brands aren't squeezed out. They really aren't. Um, you know, like I said, i had experiment. It's been several months now, but it's a pretty high percentage of the posts I see are from brands, and. I think this is an example here. If you if you do actually interact with brands, you're going to see them. So, do some people not see any brands at all in their newsfeed? They might not, but you know what? They probably don't care. They probably rarely interact with brands. And they're like, I don't I don't care. So, um, it's just this is the evidence that it's working, and that you can't expect to reach people who aren't interacting with you. Just can't. All right. I think I need a quick drink. Throw throw going dry here. Cheers. All right, so leading me back to a little bit to the crazy. Um, I was just reminded, of, I mean, I look back on it's been seven years, I think, that I've been on Facebook. And I originally started using it um, really for because I needed to, because I was working for the NBA. So I registered and we partnered with Facebook. To create an app before you create your own app, and um, and I've been on it since then. But just kind of thinking about the way I've used it has changed, and have I, you know, look, I was younger then too. I'm not gonna act like I was a kid or anything, but um, I matured a little bit. Kids will change you. Um, lots of things will change. I mean, also, our kind of perception of you know what we should do online changes, but. Um, you know, I've just been thinking lately about how, you know, I don't really post much politically and about religion or about, you know, all these other topics. Um, I was reminded by, of that when a friend of mine did post something that was leaning very hard one way politically. And, uh, um, oh my goodness, and then one of the comments in there went on and on about how Barack Obama was a Muslim and all he wants to do is to wreck this country and bring us to our knees and praise Allah and I'm pretty sure he was serious so not just saying that so I think that's again kind of reflective of what can happen with, depending on the way you interact on Facebook and kind of dangers of Facebook And that if you're a little off the deep end you're going to see a lot of that type of content it's going to ver- verify at least you think Um, your, your ideas and your beliefs and, uh, yeah, so that happened anyway. But this got me thinking about kind of the way I've been using Facebook and I I wrote this, the status update that I'll, I'll read for you. So a weird thing happens when you accumulate Facebook friends over seven years, you become really freaking boring. In the beginning, I posted anything and everything, politics, bathroom humor, drunk college pictures, sports, whatever. Granted, I'm seven years older, and a lot about my point of view has changed, but my posts even put me to sleep. I stopped posting about politics or religion years ago because I wasn't worth the butthurt. If anyone who watches uh, Workaholics, there's a little reference there. I luckily stopped posting college photos and stories, though entertaining they were incriminating. I stopped posting about the about Major League Baseball and NFL, generally, and the Packers and Brewers specifically, because I knew few cared. No reason to post about Facebook marketing, and this is my personal profile, because 95% of you couldn't care less. So now it's the safe stuff. Kid pics. Coaching stories. Look at my food. Here's my dog. Went on a run again. Oh well, I suffer being a boring Facebook friend. Just know I was fun once. And amazingly, of course, I got all kinds of interaction. A lot of people feeling the same way. But they've gotten boring over the years because, uh, you know, I, seriously, I think about seven years ago, I don't even know if there were privacy settings in the beginning because I know I've cleaned them up, cleaned up what I posted in the beginning. It's like, wow, what was I thinking? But um, it's pretty crazy. And like I was saying, you accumulate friends over the years. So in the beginning, it was yeah, it was just my closest of closest friends. Um, and there was people who, who, who are my friends in different parts, different stages of my life. So it was, um, childhood friends, it was college friends, it was then work friends. Um, but then that started changing a little bit more. Okay. Um, it wasn't just work friends, it was people I worked with a little bit different or, um, or it ended up being, um, people I coached with or, Uh, other business connections and especially with this Facebook stuff there are a lot of people who are business connections and but there are people from around the world now who are my Facebook friends or at least are my followers on Facebook and that changes everything initially I used to post with, with a lot of privacy settings and like okay if I'm gonna post something politically I'll Hit this political bu- bucket of people who I know won't care um, that, was, that was a lot of maintenance um, And if I was going to post something about sports About baseball, about brewers I, I'd hit these people with my privacy settings But um, in order to do that You've really got to maintain your friends list Constantly adding people on the right list I it was just ridiculous So um, now I basically just posted two groups either to my friends or to the public and when that happens depending on who you are this is me I, I don't like I don't like to create controversy uh, you know and I know a lot of this stuff is going to create controversy I don't like to be dude I don't like to do that um, so instead I just post the safe stuff right so no more of the politics no more the bathroom humor drunk college pictures sports no that stuff Um, but again, I mean, my whole life perspective has changed since I I was doing a lot of that. And, um, so that's, you know, kids, the kids are my life coaching. That's my life. Um, other than like me sitting in front of a computer all day, um, reading about reading and writing about Facebook marketing, it's not a whole lot else besides that, my kids and the running and coaching. I don't even run that much. Yeah, I always find that like someone complained that I, that I post share this stuff about running because it makes her feel guilty that she's not running. Truth is, uh, I really run. It's almost a lie, right? It's like when I do run, I share it, which is very inconsistent. But uh, so so that's that was kind of my 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 feelings there is that I, I, and I don't even know if it's something that's more about getting older. And growing up and changing. Or if it's an actual problem that Facebook needs to worry about. Um, because, again, there are a lot of people who said they felt the same way I did. Which, you know, is a small sample size, obviously. But we are holding back in what we share. Now, that's obviously not the truth for some people. We, we kind of just covered that. Some people are a little crazy. And they're angry. They're always angry. Um. But there are a lot of people holding back and for whatever reason. So anyway, I just felt that that was interesting. It's kind of a, tying it back to um, what we share and why. Because, yeah, what's happening on Facebook these days? And the freakouts? Um, and I was going to say, when I started three years ago, I was posting about privacy settings. I, w- I was writing blog posts about Um, Oh, about hoaxes and things. People are falling for the same garbage back then that they do now. And they read, they don't even read articles. They read headlines and they fall for it. And so that could be politics, could be, you know, about Facebook screwing you, could be whatever you want. And they believe it all. And, um... It's unfortunate, and it's one thing that is start, really starting to wear me down a little bit. It's exhausting. It's exhausting,. Okay. And I'm kind of glad I got off that train of uh, putting out fires regarding hoaxes and things like that, it's just like, oh, you people, are you ever going to learn?" But it's really the same thing is I still have to deal with it because when it comes to Facebook marketing. It's like Facebook's always out to screw the little guy. Facebook's trying to squeeze the brands. Don't want to let anyone see our stuff. want to force us to pay. And, um, truth is, I just, I'm kind of tired of it. And I'm, I'm waiting. I, I, on one hand, I just want to tell these people, look, if, if, if you trust Facebook this little, you shouldn't be on Facebook to complain about it. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, the other thing is, I just want to point at the results. I mean, not only do I get the results, and so many people I know get the results, but it's like I got. It seems like every single change Facebook makes, people point at it and say, "This is," and I'm going to Twitter. This is the end. of This is the start of the end of Facebook. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? It's been t- ten years now, and Facebook has never been more successful. And, not only, and when I say successful, it's not just about them making money. Because let's not twist that. It's There have never been more users, more active users. And for average time on site, look, if Facebook really was screwing up, people wouldn't be using it anymore. Or they'd be using it less. Instead, it's, it's been the complete opposite. So it's just a, it's just, it's a discussion I'm... You know, unfortunately, kind of tired of having, and uh, because I'm, you know, I just feel like there's certain people who will always be angry, who will always distrust Facebook, and for the most part, you'll even notice when if I were to share something on, on Facebook and I, I, split my page, and you know, I get these crazy responses, I just ignore them because. Especially, I'm not talking, there's a difference between crazy and just, you know, being distrusting of Facebook and having reservations. There's a complete difference. So, it's the it's, it's crazy that I ignore because it's like, you believe that, you want to believe that, and you're not changing your opinion. And more, more often than not, they're responding to something without reading my article in the first place, which is always pretty obvious, too. Um... So anyway, that's kind of venting my frustration on that. Um, in the end, though, man, look, I think uh, some of these changes we've seen, as well as like that experiment, I think increases my my faith in the product and the platform. It's it's pretty awesome. I'm glad that this is um, what I work with for a living because I believe in it, man, and I, I hope you do too. Hope I'm not still I'm still having to sell you on it, but. Tell you what, I just asked the bartender for a tab and, oh man, I'm so happy to have you back at the at the virtual pub again with me. It's been a long, long time. We're going to get back at this. It's going to start being week after week after week thing. Tell, tell you what, if you want to see a different, I mean, this was a kind of a different, I don't say format, but different approaches than normal. It was a little bit more, uh, I don't know, unfocused is the word, but if you want to see me interviewing people... I just feel like everyone's interviewing people. But if you want to see me do something else, let me know your ideas. Send them to John at Um Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm going to take care of you. I got the tab. I always get you. We'll just keep a running tab for months at a time. I uh, just want to give you a heads up, though, some stuff that's coming. Absolutely going to be doing more. Get back to the grind here. So uh, if you're in the Power Hitters Club private group, you're in for a trait. I mean, much more active there than I've been in a long time, really, since the beginning. Great group if you're not familiar with Power Hitters Club. Um, Second thing is training courses. I'm, const- I'm currently working on the Power Editor training course, completely redoing it. Um, if you have the current Power Editor course, you will be upgrading. If you don't, you can buy the new one. So, um, and after that, we've got other advertising courses coming so much in store and really a lot of exciting things happening if you're going to be in cleveland everybody's going to be in cleveland right content marketing world september i'm going to be there um and social media success summit summit the uh, virtual event for social media examiner i'll be doing that too so hope to see you in both of those places that's about all i got today we good we good Delty drink, hope so. I'm not, talk too much. But till next time, do awesome things. I'm out.